0: The Push Podcast, People United for Spina Bifida and Hydrocephalus, a podcast created to bring people together and to amplify the voices, stories, and abilities of our Spina Bifida and Hydrocephalus community. B
1: is for the people, both big and small. You is for the unity that gathers us all. S for Spina Bifida, H for Hydrocephalus. Say
0: the push to the world, never let them get the best of us. Hey, what's going on? My name is Danny Lamb, and I'm your host of the Push Project podcast. I was three years old when I was diagnosed with hydrocephalus, and I'm passionate about using my abilities to connect our community and to create a space for others to feel empowered to share their story. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, please don't hesitate to subscribe, find us on Facebook and Instagram, or to be a featured guest, please email us at asongacity at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to having you. All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Push Project Podcast. Today, we have a friend who I, I met a while back through the power of music, through our community, uh, who we actually had the privilege and pleasure of chatting with on another podcast that a friend of mine who's musical therapist, Mallory Workington, started a while ago, and I'm really excited to have this human back. Miravete. Yes. 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 That's I said right. it right. Yes. Good. That's right. <laughs> as I uh, as I, I often say right here on on the podcast, I, I try and I try and really, really, really um, make sure before we hopped on that I check in to make sure. That specifically your last name, because I, I've never said your last name and I don't want to mispronounce it. Uh there's nothing worse than that. So I'm I'm happy I did pronounce it right, yes?
1: Yes, and there's no problem. Here in Mexico, there yes. are many people that mispronounce the, the last name, so there's no problem.
0: <laughs> you know what? I appreciate you saying that, Miguel. I, I, I appreciate that. Um now We've got a lot we're going to chat about today, and I'm super, super excited uh, because I mean, on the podcast, we talk about so many different stuff, so much different stuff. Um, But of course, all of this began through the lens of music and the power of music in people's lives. And I know that's a huge part of your life and your passion and what influences you. So I'm so excited to get into all that. But I want to start with where do you where are you from where do you call home
1: where well i'm from mexico uh the city uh, i was born in is morelia Morelia, michoacan (laughs) and my family my friends and music of course um all of them uh i call home
0: i love it i love it oh do do you have a big do you have a big family a lot of friends
1: well, uh big family, yes, okay. um in Mexico, families are quite big yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um friends uh maybe they are fewer, yeah. but uh I appreciate them, I love them very much,
0: yeah, do you know what? I'm actually very similar to you. I actually don't have a ton of friends, I have few really good friends. And I I feel like I'd much prefer that than just having a lot of friends, but like a few really, really good friends. And I love that. I don't know. I I think that's all you need really. Maybe. Um, Okay. So uh, let's, let's dive right into the deep end. You're a professional musician, correct? Yes. Love it. Uh, First of all, I want to know, and if you could share what instrument or instruments do you play and why do you personally make music?
1: Well, uh I play the piano. Uh in fact, uh I am a professional pianist uh, because I studied at, at uh at school. And um I make music because uh to me it's very important uh, every day to have music, you know? Uh music is like uh, to breathe air. Every day. so it's necessary to me.
0: Heck yes. Um, one thing that I really actually, and if I can, because I think it's really, really incredible. And I don't think it, I know it doesn't exist in Canada, but in Mexico specifically, you have a day dedicated to, to musicians, right?
1: Well, there, uh, there is no specific days to okay. musicians, yeah. but uh, to uh, Santa Cecilia, okay. uh, Cecilia, Saint okay. Cecilia. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, if uh, in another countries it happens uh, mm. the same way.
0: Yeah, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Well, regardless, regardless. Um, I mean, I, I just love that we connected through music. And we connected specifically through the power of music, because I think that is one of the common things between us and and we'll continue to dive deeper into everything that you're in with regards to music. Um, I did want to ask, do you have a genre of music that you specifically play or...
1: Um, uh, well, um, most of, uh, the, um, repertoire is, um, classical music, cool. but I listen, uh, metal, uh, bumbias, salsa, yeah. yes.
0: and a lot yes. of I love music. that. Yes. I love that. So cool. Um, on on, kind of that topic, I guess, can you remember uh, a, a moment or the moment, if there's maybe one, that you became aware or, or could feel the power of music for the first time and realize that that's what you wanted to do for the rest of your life?
1: Well, you know, the first um, the first memory I have in my head is when I was a baby. Mm. And I was listening to music, Bach, specifically Bach, Johann Sebastian Bach. And um, then when I was um, about uh, three or four years old, my parents um, took me to uh, concerts. And when I saw the musicians, I was like, how... How it, it works, I don't know, but I want to do this. Yeah. You know? yeah. I want to be like them. So yeah. maybe since I was very young, mm. I decided.
0: To That's be so wicked. Musician. So wicked. Does music, can I ask, does music run in your family or are you like the first of your kind?
1: Well, mm, yes. Uh, the uh grandfather of my father was a musician
0: cool cool i love that um so it skipped the grandfather of your father it skipped two generations then right yes, yes. cool ah i love that i i i uh i, I love those types of stories i think it's so kind of cool to to see you know what what kind of runs in the family or if it's something new to the family. I think that all those things are so interesting. I find anyways, um, beyond you yourself making music, uh, you also teach. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So, um, I, I was curious and wanting to know what's your favorite thing about teaching music and, and why is teaching and making an impact in people's lives through music important to you?
1: Maybe the favorite thing is that uh, teaching uh, is also a way to learn Mm. something through the students, you know, because each student is different. So uh, we have to be aware of that and Mm. we learn something new with Mm. each student Mm. and maybe uh the impact um is uh that you can connect with other people you know mm-hmm. there's no uh other way to to connect like uh the language but music is language also so i think that's the the most important thing to impact in in people's lives mm. you know uh to make a connection with them through music so i love that i love that
0: i i i think both the things you said there are so profound um and i, I just want to come back to the idea because i i think it's bang on and i i love the idea of while you're teaching music teaching through music you're also learning um, why do you think, I'm curious to know, and I know this is a little off the cuff, why do you think as a teacher, like that person who knows stuff about music and has things to genuinely teach, why do you think as a teacher, it's also so important to always be learning?
1: Well, that's a difficult question, but maybe, uh, To stay human, you know, Mm. because when we are uh, making music, sometimes we forget about the others and to connect with with the the other people. So maybe to stay human, to feel, to feel the others, to empathize with others. Maybe that's the most important thing to remember and learn each day with the students.
0: That's so cool. Uh, I love that. I love that. And again, I know that was a little off the cuff. So thank you for that. Uh, That was like the perfect answer to stay human. Um, And and I think it's so accurate because I I, I think like any, like a lot of professionals, if, if you are a professional in something and you know something so well, I feel like it's so easy Especially through the lens of playing music and and doing it, it's so easy to just get wrapped in wrapped up in what you're playing and and wrapped up in how it makes you feel and wrapped up in all these different things that are of course important. But it's also wicked to through that empathetic lens, like just reflect on you know where other people are at in that process. Which yes, it's so it, it I don't know. There's really, there's definitely a level of huge level of humility to it as well. I think no.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So cool. I love it. And yeah, that was just brilliant. Um Now I do want to, we, we could talk all the good music stuff all day long. We know that both of us know that. Um, But I did want to dive in to some of the real stuff and some of the tough stuff as well. And you had mentioned that one of your biggest challenges has been development at at school. Um, So I'm curious to know what have some of those challenges been and how did your passion and or abilities in music help you to overcome some of those challenges?
1: Well, uh, since I was uh, very young, i started to uh make different uh, to 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 watch the difference mm. between the other children mm. and myself you know yeah. so yeah. i was like i feel different and maybe i'm different and maybe yeah. not the way i want yeah. to be so that was not very comfortable to mm. me mm. but music was like this it's for me Mm. i feel good here i feel that i can express something through music it's my safe place Mm. so uh music it's like my my home yeah it's for me yeah and and i'm i'm feeling good with with music so that's uh that's the way I I pass through the the challenges, especially mm. at school.
0: I feel like that's such an important lesson for any young person to take away. I am somebody as well that struggled with school. Uh, I was not academic. Um, I actually repeated grade four because my marks were that bad. Not because I failed the grade. My parents, both educators asked me how I felt about staying back just because they knew where my marks were at too. And and so we were moving to a different town and they framed it as this opportunity to start in a new place and start with like a second chance at grade four. Um, And just the way they framed it was an incredible. But um, I think it's so, so incredible that as a young person, you were able to identify that this thing this thing that music does feels good it's a safe space it feels like a place that i can own that i can be me that is me and and you leaned into that um which i i think is so so important it's no different than like leaning into your strengths you know what are you good at lean into that and then you know while you lean into those strengths your your weaknesses will start to improve as well or get better as well but by leaning into those strengths you find all those things
1: that yep. you found
0: in in music which uh it's so incredible yeah yes it. love it um thanks for sharing all that regal um honestly yep. so so cool so cool and um again just the power of music i tell you
1: <laughs> yes it's a that's beautiful thing. The power thing. of
0: music. It's a beautiful thing. Was the piano? Sorry, that this is again a little off topic. Was the piano always the instrument that you gravitated to, that you wanted to play, that you like fell in love with? Or
1: well, uh, that's uh, an interesting question because mm. I I love the cello.
0: Mm, okay.
1: But my hands are little hands.
0: Right. Right. right so
1: i I was like, um, maybe I cannot play um, this instrument, you know, yeah. yeah, but uh, the piano was the first instrument i I was um uh, um, how can I say, uh my parents um yeah. make me meet the piano that's yeah. that was my first uh instrument so i felt comfortable with piano and my piano lessons so i said why not
0: yeah it's okay love that love that um you know i think it's interesting uh you mentioned the cello um and i i right away thought about the guitar as well um for whatever reason but thought about the guitar and I'm sitting right in front of a piano, actually. Right, right. It's beneath my computer. Um, but for years, I wanted to learn the guitar, learn the electric guitar, specifically the electric guitar, because I thought it was so cool. And it's, it's just like the coolest instrument. I want to play the guitar. Um, and mom forced me to take piano lessons. And I didn't want to play the piano. I wanted to play the electric guitar. Give me an amplifier. and Let me rock and roll. But it's so interesting because when I decided to go to university for music and to go pursue teaching, that's when it started to like dawn on me, oh, I need to get my piano chops up because my piano chops aren't strong enough. And the piano is a really important instrument in whatever you're learning and whatever you're doing in music. The piano is so fundamental. Um, and so I like worked so hard to get my piano chops up. Now, give me a piano over a guitar any day.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I know. I I have uh, some students uh, that uh, were not pianists, mm. but they had to learn piano. So yeah. I know. that's uh, <laughs> That's the thing now. It's very important to to learn piano. Heck yes. There's no other way.
0: (laughs) No, no. Um, So, uh, again, this is a little bit um, of a sidestep in our conversation, but also still continued to be related through music, Um, connected with this idea of issues locally and globally. uh, You mentioned to me earlier that, economic inequality is an issue in the world that you'd like to get rid of, correct? Yes. Okay, so I'm curious to know, um, again, through the lens of music, how do you see music as a tool to create more equity and economic equality, both locally and globally?
1: Well, maybe uh, I have approached to uh, different uh, ways to to make some equity through music. Mm -hmm. For example, teaching some children Mm -hmm. that uh, haven't the same opportunities uh, uh, to pay uh, the the lessons, the the music lessons, but they were very interested, you know? So we have the responsibility to make something. And teaching them mm. was something,
0: you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is is absolutely, I think is a great example for sure. um And again, something you and I are definitely on on the same level at because I think making music as accessible as possible is like whether it be financially, physically, mentally. Um, I don't know about you, but I learn in a lot of like non-traditional ways. So like sometimes if, if my teacher was teaching me through a traditional way, it just might not reach me. Um, so teaching me in a non-traditional way and in a style that I understood, uh, was just like that much more impactful for me. Um, so making it in this case financially, if, if, you know, um if you can't pay, we'll make it work. If you can pay what you can, we'll make it work. But whatever yes. whatever we can do, we'll make it work. We'll meet you where you're at, kind of thing. Um, yes. mm, um now, Rigel, I I I as we start to kind of come to the end of this this convo, um, I also feel like you and I have known each other for a while now. This is just like the beginning of a beautiful conversation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. I know we don't talk much. Um that's okay. It's also really again, I I love and appreciate that I could reach out to you again and say, "Hey, what's up? Do you want to come on this new thing that started a year ago?" And it was like, "Heck yeah, let's do it." I love it. Yes. Yeah. Um which, you know, for for a large a large purpose, and and as we kind of come to the last thing, I just wanted the last uh piece. I just wanted to dive into a large part and reason and purpose to why this this podcast was created was through the specific lens of the local and global connection of our spina bifida and hydrocephalus community. Whether that looked like through the lens of music or just in general highlighting the voices, stories, and abilities that our community has in so many different ways uh, in hopes that we can continue to be some sort of change to break down the barriers of both spina bifid and hydrocephalus, but disability, period. Um, okay. To make things more economically equal, to make things more equitable, and, and do all those things, again, whether we're looking at things through the lens of music or just in general. Um so i i wanted to just ask and and uh uh touch on if you had one piece of advice that you'd give to somebody um in our SBNH community who also faces challenges in school learning or educational development what would it be
1: Ah uh, be patient be very very patient because maybe uh, some things uh, don't come uh, very easy or quickly mm. they take a long time and mm. a long way to reach them but uh the satisfaction is the um, the best way to to feel that you have done something that you have reached the um, the end you mm-hmm. wanted to reach uh, so be patient uh be grateful also be grateful with all the people that uh, maybe can help you um uh, in a direct or indirect way um and uh what what else take care of your health But Mm. most of of, uh, mental health, that's very important. Mental health. Because through mental health, you can reach other things, you know?
0: Mm. Gosh, you're you're just... Do you get your spoken wisdom through the music as well? I could listen to you speak forever. (laughs) It's incredible. (laughs) So good so good um uh Miguel I I again I'm grateful thank you for coming on here and and chatting and providing the insight and perspective and incredible words and all the things that you have to share through music or just even speaking um I think I've said it to you before. I'm sure I said it to you before, but I really do genuinely look forward to the day where we make music together. Yes, please. Someday, someday. I look forward to that day. I don't know when, where, how. I don't know any, I don't know the answer to any of those questions, but I look forward to that day.
1: (laughs) Yes, please. Yes, please
0: the and next project I, oh my god i can't wait i i think seeing as you mentioned you like metal music i think we should write a really heavy metal anthem <laughs> yes i love it i
1: Actually, will be grateful if if, if that happens
0: oh yes my gosh I, I i again i don't know how <laughs> or when, or I don't know, <laughs> don't know the answers, but, uh, oh, I look forward to it. Um, actually it's so interesting because, and, and sorry, this is just such a random, random thing, but so I feel like so many people might look at classical music and metal as like polar opposites, but there's so mm-hmm. much classical music in metal. Um, uh, yes. even though it's super heavy, you and I both know there's so much classical music. in Yeah. I and
1: mean, it's, very difficult, also yeah. to to yeah. understand the the background, you know. Yeah. and uh, So that's why I I like metal.
0: I love it. I like yeah. see. I I just want I wanted to shed some light on that because I knew right away you you're a classical human. I understand why you like metal music because I know it takes incredibly talented musicians, technically proficient musicians to play metal music it might be noise to some people but it's hard music to play
1: yes. hard
0: very um anyways that's just a you know a little fun fact we can share with the world about metal <laughs> and classical music they're actually not very different at all yes <laughs> uh Miguel, thank you so so much, and uh, I look forward to the next time we do this and write that metal metal anthem. I look forward to it.
1: Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be waiting. I'll
0: be waiting for that. Deal, deal. All right, we'll chat soon.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.